Well, welcome to the monthly CSF podcast, where we highlight the latest papers in cytokine signaling and IL-6 biology. Now, all the content discussed is available in more detailed slide format at cytokinesignaling.com, our free resource website. For September, three papers are being added to the CSF website, and I'd like to highlight two of these in this podcast. The first paper looks at patient reported outcomes from a tofacitinib phase three randomized controlled trial. The lead author here is Professor Vibeke Strand from California. The phase three oral sync 12 month study assessed tofacitinib plus conventional DMARDs in adult patients with active rheumatoid arthritis and prior inadequate response to conventional and or biologic DMARDs. Patients were randomized to tofacitinib 5 milligrams or 10 milligrams BID or placebo to match those doses regimes. Improvements in HAC disability index and fatigue scores with tofacitinib have previously been reported from this study. And this paper adds additional patient reported outcomes, including health related quality of life measures. Now, what are the key results? Well, at month three, tofacitinib 10 milligram BID shows statistically significant improvements from baseline versus placebo in the patient global assessment of arthritis, pain, physical function, fatigue, sleep, and all eight domains used to assess health-related quality of life. These improvements were sustained to month 12. For the tofacitinib 5 milligram dose, all patient reported outcomes except the role of emotional domain showed significant improvement. Key conclusions are that these findings provide further evidence that treatment with tofacitinib, in addition to improving underlying disease activity, also improves pain, physical function, fatigue, sleep and health related quality of life. Now, the second paper I would like to highlight is a study investigating the effects of IL-37 on joint inflammation and pathology. The, the lead author here, Professor Cavalli. Interleukin-37 is a member of the IL-1 family and has recently been characterized as a fundamental inhibitor of innate inflammation. And in the current study, a murine model was used. Mice received three intraperitoneal doses of IL-37, one microgram per mouse, or human serum albumin as a vehicle control 24, 12 and 2 hours before streptococcal cell wall induction of arthritis or peritonitis. Some of the key outcome measures include the amount of joint inflammation, cytokine concentrations and histologic changes and these were evaluated 24 hours after challenge. In addition, changes in IL-37 and IL-1R8 gene expression levels were evaluated in the synova of patients with rheumatoid arthritis. Now, the key results are, first of all, that IL-37-treated mice exhibit a 50% or so reduction in the severity of arthritis compared with vehicle-treated mice. However, treatment with IL-37 and IL-1R8 deficient mice did not reduce synovial cytokine levels or improve joint inflammation or swelling. The protective effects of IL-37 and peritonitis were observed and not entirely unexpected in the basis of prior observations. In the synovia of patients with rheumatoid arthritis, IL-1R8 expression but not IL-37 was increased. So the key conclusions I think we can draw here are that at least in a mouse model of experimental arthritis, short-term, low-dose treatment with IL-37 suppressed joint and systemic inflammatory markers. The findings suggest that the IL-1R8 receptor is required for IL-37 to have its anti-inflammatory effects. And it provides a, 
a basic rationale for the use of recombinant IL-37 in the treatment of arthritis. Of course, it would be very important to consider the previous challenges we faced in using cytokines as anti-inflammatory therapeutics, and I think we need to see more work characterizing the biology and potential pharmacodynamic properties of IL-37 going forward. The third paper included for September examined the rapid three definition of remission as a predictor of radiographic outcomes. I commend that paper to you. You'll find the details on our website. Now, in summary, don't forget that all of the materials are available in the publications section of the Cytokine Signaling website. Also available on the website, we've recently added our EULAR review to our current offering of award-winning CME courses. Thank you for your continued support of the CSF.